0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley campus May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org/slash party today. Hey and welcome to
1: the Beauty is Found Within Podcast, hosted by the beautiful Pippa Leslie. Pippo
0: will be speaking about hers, other spiritual stories, perspectives, and
1: journeys, so we can in turn find the right match of resonance that speaks to our heart and souls. Each week, she will be sharing topics around spirituality, manifestation, mindset, self-love, and personal growth, as well as personal interviews with our fellow soul family and friends.
2: Hey guys, and um, welcome back to the Beauty is Found Within podcast. This week I have another special guest. I have Charlotte on. Uh, she is a self-love and embodiment coach, and she is amazing because she's helped me a lot over the last couple of months with learning about my cycle. So all you ladies listening, you'll be like, ooh, what does this mean? And the cycle with the full moon, the new moon, and all the cycles with the moon. So welcome Charlotte.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. I'm really good. How are you doing?
2: I'm good, actually. Everyone keeps asking, how are you doing on this uh, pandemic? And I'm saying, really good, better than before. Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard that from a few people, you know. I think um, there is definitely the ability to flourish during this time.
2: Yeah, and I feel like I've done a lot of inner healing work mm-hmm. and I've just had over the last couple of days I'm going to be talking about this things that have been happening with me but oh wow lots of shifts lost lots of healing I'd call it a soul retrieval so it's very exciting I can't wait to tell you about this um, off off the podcast Oh that's so incredible <laughs> I know so um do you want to just introduce yourself to the listeners and then we'll go from there
1: Yeah of course so I'm Charla. I'm a self-love and embodiment coach. So I basically facilitate a healing process for successful women to break toxic cycles um, and create a more soulful, pleasurable and magnetic life. And I do this by reconnecting them to their womb, um, to their inner womb wisdom, to their natural cycles as women, um and reconnecting them to their ability their natural ability to heal themselves through this connection
2: every time you do that intro I'm just like wow Wow." (laughs) it's you know what gets me it's the pleasure and the magnetic I'm like yes baby Mm. like it really because for me as a woman like that just would draw me in anyway because I feel like being a spiritual woman listening to you it's not something that is out there a lot Mm -hmm. so it's kind because like you say it's a real topic that we find hard to explore
1: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely
2: so yeah anyone listening this uh, episode is going to be down and dirty as we say it is (laughs) it is is quite I mean it's just it's just being a woman like you know it's it's aimed at men as well but it's just women with your womb and how powerful we are Mm -hmm. um so how did you connect to spirituality
1: Charlotte or did you have an awakening what kind of happened um just before I just want to mention one thing I would actually really recommend men to listen to this as well um because if you're in a partnership or if you are planning to be in any partnership in the future with a woman their um cycles are like a blueprint to their personality and to the changes that they go through so although this might not directly happen to you it will definitely impact you if you're going to be in a relationship with a woman so it's so interesting and so um incredible for men to be able to see it from this perspective and be able to work through it in this way
2: yes so when you have women that are in their winter as we say which Mm -hmm. is on their period Mm -hmm. that will make you i think that's more aware of why they feel the way they do and I think for me, Charlotte, what, just before we go and delve into you, is mm-hmm. you helped me realize so much about how I was feeling throughout my cycle because I was made to feel guilty about being a bit mm-hmm. moody or, you know, wanting to eat more chocolate or, you know, mm-hmm. just wanting to have a day of doing nothing. And that was something that I really enjoyed doing on one of your activities was, you know, asking myself, how do I feel about just staying, sitting still mm-hmm. and relaxing and not doing anything? I was like, oh my God, I can't sit still. But now, I enjoy just doing nothing
1: <laughs> just to dab the day to myself. That is music to my ears. <laughs> um, yeah, like I mean, it basically that guilt comes from the masculine society that we're brought up in, right? And we yeah. attach ourselves to um we attach our self worth to being productive and that's that's great to be productive is great but you have to have a healthy balance of masculine and feminine and the feminine is all about just being and you can't really reap the benefits of resting if you're feeling guilty about it and my aim is just to really make women see how important rest is um for so so many reasons that I'm sure we'll go into later but um Just your body knows the score and dropping into your body and seeing how it feels is gonna give you so much more guidance around what you actually really want in life than when you just constant constantly live in your head.
2: Yeah. It's really interesting as well. I've just been watching Heal today on Netflix. I really recommend anyone to watch it. Um and it's funny how you mention about rest, because rest and relaxation, like you said, there are so many positive reasons why you need to relax and rest because it's the, I want to say this right, it's the um, parasympathetic system. Yeah. yeah, so I watched Heal and I was thinking just to relax in general is so good for you just, you know, your mind, your body, your soul, but then the deeper inner impact that it has on your organs and I'm just, I was, I've just been wowed today because there's so much we don't realize that stress has on our body Mm -hmm. and so rest especially with your cycle is important because obviously you know women's cycles have an important part to play in that Mm -hmm. so yes I'm going to shut up now and let you tell me when you connect to spirituality (laughs) or you know if you've had an awakening if you've had it all your life
1: um so well I'd say my awakening came when I went to a um yoga and meditation retreat so i have always craved traveling and freedom um i started traveling straight after university and i was in thailand living and teaching and i just randomly went on this yoga and meditation <clears throat> retreat and it kind of all just unfolded from there in relation to my outlook on life um On your connection to your body, all of this kind of stuff. But I would say that although I was doing a lot of the things and I was thinking in that way, I was, um, most of the time I was feeling very peaceful and I was meditating, doing all of the yoga, but I was still, um, self sabotaging and I was still holding on to a lot of unhealed trauma which was leading me to um, toxic relationships and toxic experiences. So basically, I was spiritually bypassing a lot of my healing. And it wasn't until I went to Bali. um, They say they call it a Bali washing machine, (laughs) because if you're Mm -hmm. there for longer than like two or three weeks, you just get thrown into your own healing, you really don't get a choice. It's the purification center of the world. Um yeah. and anything that you're holding on to, like you are gotta get ready to let that go. So thrown into it and through that I um that's when I also became a coach and reconnected with my womb and did all of this really deep inner work. Um and I'd say that's when it really I've had so much change for me since then. Um, in relation to how I view the world and how I view, um, spirituality as well.
2: Yeah. So in, in a whole, how would you say it's impacted your life?
1: Oh my word. <laughs> um, well,
2: <laughs> where do you start?
1: <laughs> I mean, I know. So I, one of the biggest things I'm always really aware of is not attaching yourself to, um, to doing anything or to not doing anything so like in relation to drinking or um, having casual sex like I don't label any of this as good or bad like none of it is like you can do whatever you like however for me I knew that the way that I was drinking and the way that I was um, having sexual experiences was toxic to my life it was self-sabotaging it wasn't like I'll just enjoy a nice glass of wine on an evening um, or like I'll empower myself through having casual sex I was self-sabotaging myself and um, currently I haven't drank for well I had one drink at a friend's wedding and that was in December Um, so that will be six months that's the only drink I've had and I've been celibate for six months as well um and honestly the this doesn't I don't attach myself to not drinking or not having sex it's the transformation that's been able to happen within me whilst I've been doing all of this work yeah. that's really the reason for it because I would still love to have a glass of wine like I don't label the, these things as bad um I just know that I've really transformed a lot of the way that I used to um live out unhealed unhealed traumas basically I don't self-sabotage anymore and I'm allowing myself to actually become the woman that I know I'm meant to be that's amazing and part of your story reminds me of Eat Pray Love
2: because you know I'm really drawn to that story in that movie it reminds me of you because she had to go through that detox as we call it so my hat's off to you Charlotte so have you had any challenges along the way
1: oh uh yeah (laughs) um I so I think one of the biggest lessons for me I feel incredibly deeply I always have um but I've always well I grew up thinking that this was a, a bad quality um and so I repressed it. And that's kind of what led to my um, eating disorder as well, was my inability to feel my emotions. And I'd say I, I'd say it's still challenging. Um, I have to work every day to actively feel the amount of like emotions that I feel. Um And this really plays out in things like friendships. Um, when you, I mean, you'll know this yourself, Pippa, when you change and transform, um, some, you just don't resonate with the same, the same groups of people that you used to. Um, and this is not to say that you are better or worse. It's just that you're different. And when you really prioritize, um, being true to yourself always and when you meet people who see you for who you truly are um it can be quite challenging to let things go like I think that's one of the hardest things that I've um I've had to go through and I'm sure I will go through I don't think this is ever really a a thing that you stop doing but um letting things go has always been a a big challenge for me yeah and I feel when
2: you said about not resonating with people anymore, it's it's all down to vibration. You know, you vibrate higher and you don't match the frequencies of certain people. And it's really interesting. But I find life amazing, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I love how you said you still you still ch- you finding challenges because that is life. Like I've just literally read a story today, a little story about the butterfly. You know, the man tries to help him by cutting the cocoon mm-hmm. and he did more damage because the caterpillar had to struggle to get to the butterfly mm-hmm. for the butterfly to struggle to get out of the cocoon. So it would then grow stronger wings to be able to fly when it dropped out of the cocoon. So sometimes, you know, being kind and being, you know, having that reverence for life, it doesn't mean, you know, you have to let things flow and just let things go and how mm-hmm. they're supposed to come out. And one thing that I've learned over the last five, five weeks more so, especially in the last two weeks is how, your challenges i embrace them because we are we we ask for them you know Mm -hmm. whether we we believe that or not we ask for the challenges that we face and it makes us grow and -hmm. that's the most amazing thing about life um so i want you to talk more about cycles um uh, for any women who are like tell me more about the cycles what cycle am i in (laughs) so go, go for it
1: Okay um yeah so i mean this was a massive part of my transformation as well um i'd say so reconnecting with my cycle was me reconnecting with the divine feminine like the um the natural cycles that we have as women i um i was on the pill for a long time so i didn't have periods and then um i had to do some energy work to get my cycle regular again because I think I mean a lot of women out there will understand um, having irregular cycles is very very common because it's the first thing to go when anything um, goes out of whack in our lives and as you were saying about the stress earlier um, a lot of us in society now live in the fight or flight mode and this is prevents us from having regular periods because our body basically does not want us to make a baby while we're feeling this way and 90% of people that I've women that I've spoke to since the pandemic have experienced longer cycles because they're stressed their body is stressed even if you don't feel stressed your body is going to feel the stress of the entire population going into this um, this fear state and so yeah i started have you have you heard of lisa lister uh
2: yeah 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 i have yeah
1: so i read her book witch um that was that was well before i was in bali actually i think that was like three years ago and then um that's all about being a natural healer um Mm -hmm. and how most women who are connected to nature um and connected to themselves are witches um and like basically just uh changing the way we think of the word witch. Yeah. Um and then I read her book Code Red which is all about periods <laughs> and I started doing this work and basically tracking your cycle is a mindfulness practice and like you said Pippa it is checking in with your body every single day and Every time that you track a cycle, you're going to learn more and more things about yourself, about your moods, about how you feel, about your body. Um, and so it's so it's such a beautiful way to get deeper and deeper into understanding who you are. And the four seasons, they're literally the same as nature um, because we're so, so, so deeply connected, we are nature, basically. We're all one. Um exactly. And so we'll start with the um bleed, which is linked to the new moon. So when you are bleeding, all of your hormone levels are at the lowest. And this is when the veil between you and the spirit world is um, the thinnest. This is when you are most highly connected. This is when you will, you will find things like meditation a lot easier, your mind will be quieter, and you're likely to receive intuitive downloads um, very easily during this time. Your so on the first couple of days, it's really important that you rest more yeah. than anything, because this is um like the narrative that women should power through on their periods, like all of these adverts about the sanitary companies who are like, you should carry on anyway. I understand that this is um part of like the feminist movement. And moving towards a more equal society, but I feel like what we've kind of done is tried to empower women through a masculine gaze and through that have kind of lost the importance of staying connected to our feminine essence and staying connected to the part of us that needs the rest because when we are on our periods and when we are bleeding the first two days, you can get such beautiful insights to where you need to me- be making changes in life, what you need to be doing, who you are on a soul level, um, and not just this—you are healing when you are bleeding. Yeah. So if you think, I always find it really beautiful to think of the um, the connection between your mum and your grandma. Like you, the egg that you came from was in your mum when she was in her grandma, and if you think about energy and cells and Um, the way that this all happens, it's only, it's, I, well, I think it's obvious, but it depends how you think of energy. It's, I, I just think that it's such an obvious explanation to why you are so closely linked to the women in your family and to your mum and your grandma, especially. Yeah. yeah. And with this, if you think of the fact that everything that your mum went through in her lifetime, she went through whilst having the egg that you came from in her yeah. so when you grew you had parts of her experience in your cells and so when you bleed you are releasing some of this and you are allowing yourself to heal generations worth of trauma yeah. and this is why you need to rest.
2: <laughs> and this is what I've. So it's funny you mentioned the bleed first because I I had mine a week ago and it was the le- the, the least painful I've ever had because mm-hmm. I am obviously ha- I had a soul retrieval last week which was incredible but day one and day two, I only have a three day cycle normally and I told you you mm-hmm. know since coming off the pill which was over a year ago now the best thing I ever did mm-hmm. I I. I stepped into my Divine Feminine last Tuesday and Wednesday, I did some like, you know, sexy dancing and flow, I think Mm -hmm. you've seen them, and I posted it on my Instagram, and I was like, I never do this, but I was more psychic, I was more, I had so many downloads in the night, I had so many dreams, and it led to, you know, the end of my cycle, which was like towards Thursday, Friday, I had a huge, huge shift Friday going into Saturday, so I just have to agree with you because I feel like, you know, I'm healing at a real high level and in turn that's healing my mother and, you know, Mm -hmm. my, my grand well, my grandma is in, um, is into the spirit world now, but still it's, it's such a powerful thing to think of. Like you are healing yourself and in turn you're healing your whole
1: ancestry line. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it, it blows my mind. It really does. I know it's magic. It really is magic. And, um, it's like well because your bleed is death and rebirth right Mm -hmm. this is what it represents so you're shedding everything that wasn't um that you weren't able to create throughout this cycle and then you're also allowing yourself a fresh start so it's like it's like the winter that you see in nature trees shed all of their leaves and they still they stay in stillness and they stay bare for as long as they need to yeah Um, And it's during this time that they turn inward and this is when it's cold and it's dark and it's all about hibernating and nourishing yourself on a soul level and just making sure that you are giving yourself what you need whilst you are doing this energetic work. Because I think that it's so severely under rep- un- misrepresented or underrepresented I can't think of the word there. yeah <laughs> like the um how exhausting it is to do this work yeah. how how much energy is used to do these kinds of healings um and the fact that we are told that we should still just carry on and that we um we can just carry on and it's it's empowering to carry on is just so not the right no and right I think as well people. while
2: we're on the winter winter topic is that you know as women we were made to feel like periods are, are disgusting and, and mm-hmm. oh god don't talk about that and that you know that now I'm like oh yeah day one my period congratulations woohoo and I'm I'm just loving it because I think it's part of my cycle and I embrace every part of it and I think last week that's why I didn't have much pain I think it was because I've embraced it so much over the last few months and I think I've been doing so much inner work my body is just so aligned at the moment so it obviously is paying off
1: yeah oh that makes me so happy Mm -hmm. to hear i just want all women to love their periods like it's definitely my favorite time of my cycle now yes because it's just so magic but anyway i mean i could talk about the bleed for the entire time (laughs) but i feel like we should do all the rest (laughs) of the things to do (laughs) um okay so then you have spring so this is pre-ovulation um, your hormones are starting to build, and you will start to feel it like you can oh you you start to get a new lease of life, you start to feel excited, playful. if you think about this aspect of yourself as um your maiden, so the young version of you who is excitable and curious, and mm-hmm. this is a really good time to try new things. If you're wanting to pick up a new habit, this is a really good time to do this. It's also a really good time to do things like go on dates, put yourself out there a little bit more, get experimental, and you'll be feeling really sexually playful too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, This is because your hormones are lifting, increasing even. However, you do have to be careful because in your spring you are still vulnerable. So if you think of it like nature when you have these seeds that blossom and they're only small they're growing and you can see that they are still like fragile you're still fragile in essence yeah. um so you can still be you can still take criticism and rejection quite uh you can still be very sensitive yeah. is what i'm going to yeah. Because that's what I actually missed on your period is you are highly sensitive during these times when you're bleeding because you don't have any of the happy hormones. Um, And obviously you're exhausted. And so it's that's why you really should be making sure that you're not spending too much time with people and turning completely inward um, and not doing any exercise. And then in spring, you can start to add more things, but don't go too yeah too mad hardcore yeah because you'll just burn out straight away yeah and then you have summer which is ovulation and this is when you are the queen of manifesting so this is (laughs) this is the perfect time um so my favorite thing about ovulation is this theory called egg wisdom and so Basically, when our egg is released from the follicle into the fallopian tube, it sits there and it just waits for the Mm. sperm to find her. Now, she doesn't go running around chasing, worrying that this sperm is going to come and find her. She just sits and waits and she has the ability to send out a, send out a signal to the sperm so that they can swim faster to find her and she doesn't get me come get me yeah (laughs) and this is how magnetic we are when we're ovulating because this is our entire on a cellular level we are magnetic because our entire being is trying to attract things towards us and although on a biological level it's trying to attract a mate so that we can create a baby when you do this work with your cycle you can start to use this energy to manifest other things yeah um it's, it's amazing yeah. as
2: well because uh, chris my partner you know he's animal expert as i call him so you know we talk about this like you know different species of animals like they they have like you know sexual swellings and they mm-hmm. you know they let off scents so they you know the males are like going crazy because you know they want to mate with this this female where well, we don't technically have that that you know physical side but mm-hmm. we were all kind of switched on as as you know a more conscious males would be like all over us all the time in an ovulation but that's kind of, a lot of us aren't awake if that makes sense like it's mm-hmm. it's so interesting because when we when we when we do release an egg technically our egg is sending off that vibrational energy to go where's the males where's the males but mm-hmm. then a lot of males don't get that so it's it's um it's really interesting i just find that really really like you know fascinating how we're all so different but we make the same kind of thing as well it's weird
1: Oh yeah, definitely. We, we're, I mean, we're animals on a biological level. We just have the, the added, um, consciousness. And yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you can, as a woman, when you're tapped into this, you can definitely see the difference in yeah. how you feel when you're ovulating and how other people perceive you. But yeah, I would say that the men, wouldn't def- wouldn't really notice the difference no. depends depending on who you're hanging around with really
2: yeah
1: yeah yeah and then so after your summer so summer is a perfect time to put yourself out there as much as possible mm-hmm. do all the things um get all the projects done you have all of the energy to just do 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 because this is the masculine half of your cycle and then you start to drop into your autumn, which is PMS. And I mean, PMS has a bad rep, mm-hmm. massively. Um, and this, this season is represented by the wild woman. So basically, this is when the part of us that is just unapologetic, speaks her mind and just does whatever she feels yeah. comes out. And that's not necessarily moody or bitchy it's just that we have been told to be so polite and to act in a certain way that this this contrast this is such a contrast to how we usually are that people are like taken aback and this is the perfect time to face your shadows and to face the parts of your life that may be out of alignment this is where you aren't going to be able to hide from things that you have been glossing over so if you're in a relationship which actually isn't good for you you'll be faced with that here if you're in a job that you really don't like um, this is the time when all of your stuff is going to come up and you'll feel it and so this is when self-care is really essential this is when you really need to start slowing down and looking after yourself and just start to pay more attention to what's going on in your life. Yeah, autumn for me is where I'm a bit more emotional. But Mm -hmm. my winter's like,
2: I think winter, I feel quite powerful in my winter, but in a sense that I've connected to myself a lot. (laughs) So I am so in sync with my my, uh, seasons and obviously my cycle that I do feel really empowered on my period because I am like, like you said, it's that, you know, I don't see the bleed as like, oh, anymore. I'm like, yes, I do. It's, it's, it's a total shift in mindset around you cycle because, you know, it's, you know, because I'm really connected to the moons. I don't know you are as well. And we'll touch on that before, before we, we finish. But I, I just once anyone listening you need to get in touch with charlotte about these cycles because honestly it does change your life it just really made me realize how men are amazing yeah i'm not saying they're not but women we are just like how we are built and how i mean i was talking to chris last night about this i said i said i'm not being funny i said but women were actually like thousands of years ago women were were like worshipped because we we could carry we could give birth you know we and it was just crazy how we have, you know, a bleed, which isn't a trauma bleed, it's a natural bleed. And I think Mm -hmm. over, obviously, you'll know this, Charlotte, over the years, you know, women were obviously like, you know, suppressed and then masculine masculine energy came in. And I just feel like as women, if we connect to our cycles, as well as doing all this inner work, we will see a shift in our consciousness and our belief and our self-love and how we look at ourselves on a daily basis, because anyone listening right now men and women but this is at women a lot is to do with this cycle is you are such a powerful woman and a being so yeah if you are if you're really resonating with any of this that Charlotte's talking about you her details will be in the show notes anyway but you need to get in touch with her and just ask away
1: <laughs> yeah it's you're you're so right and I think the um it's I think what you're it's hard to describe how it feels when you are connected to that energy Mm -hmm. um it's like because it's not it's not all the time and it's not every cycle because sometimes there isn't a chance to slow down and I do get it life gets in the way but when you do allow yourself to do this to do this work and to really slow down and you do feel that connection to that energy it's like it's like a soft power and such a a deep like it just it's so flowy and delicious and really creative and yeah I it's it's just magical to finally feel that connection of the feminine after living in the masculine for so long and yeah I mean it, it changes lives for so many women
2: yeah and it makes you actually realize you know okay so I'm in autumn and winter whatever cycle you're in you know it's time to put you first as well it's all related to self-love because you have to take that time out each month to do the self-care and to do your manifestations and set your intentions and do your rituals so while we're on that subject is that cycles you know correct me if I'm wrong Charlotte but I know you know a long time ago it was a ritual where women would sync up with the moon and that's how they kind of knew their cycles because it was you know from didn't have clocks and time and everything like that so can you explain a bit more about that because it fascinates me
1: oh my word yeah the um so actually the the different moons represent different different things that you should be doing so for example if you come on your period, um, you start bleeding with the full moon. This means that the thing that is most important to you at that time, or the thing that your soul feels that you should be working on, is business and projects and um, that aspect of your life. Whereas when you come on the period, come on your period with a new moon, it's more to do with love and relationships and family and there's no it it also links to what kind of person you are so sometimes people come on their period with the new moon all the time and there are ancient texts that say this is because she's a healer Mm. and this is what she's meant to be here to do so there is a lot of because I mean our cycle is a mimic of the moon cycle and although a lot of women may not experience the same length and may not come on yeah. with every moon. There is, there's always some kind of way to, cause you can come on at the quarter moons and all of that kind of stuff. There's, there's so much around our link to the moon cycles and what this means for us as our, um, on a soul level right now. Yes. So.
2: That's one thing I wanted to touch on as well, because obviously, you know, your cycle can change. So sometimes mine's 30 days, sometimes it's 33, sometimes it's 28. So it's really good to track your period. So can you give an a, a recommendation of an app or anything like that, Charlotte? Because I know I'm looking for that because I use my Fitbit at the moment, but I want to use something that is a bit more detailed.
1: OK, yeah. Um, so I use Clue. Yeah. Clue is my favourite. But I know that my I know a couple of friends use Flow.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I pay for it. So it's only I think it's seven ninety-nine for a year. And I pay for it because then it gives me all of the options to tag. So yeah. I'll just quickly go over the different options that you have to um to tag in. But now the more you do this, you, the more things that you'll want to tag and then you'll realize that there's still not enough <laughs> on these apps. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> obviously, you've got your bleed, you've got any pain, you've got your mood, your sleep, your sex drive, um, your energy levels, your cravings, your hair, your skin, your temperature, um, how motivated you are, the exercise you do, and meditation and cervical fluid. This is something that I think really needs to be talked about more with women. Um, the different change in your cervical fluid is such a easy way to see where you are in your cycle yeah um and then also you can add a tag bit at the end so i have loads of different tags added in the end and just i'd really recommend just starting to remember to to log one thing at a time if you find it really difficult yeah because i know that doing these things can be really difficult to remember but if you have some kind of habit already so say for example if you have a morning coffee um, adding this to when you have your morning coffee so you can remember to do that. yeah, is really good. I also have a really good period tracker for anyone who wants to download it, so that kind of goes into more about the different seasons and what to expect and all of that kind of stuff. amazing so with
2: we're we talking about challenges and things, what would you say your biggest lessons been over the last year?
1: Um, (laughs) I'm like challenging you with the questions. (laughs) Um, Oh my word! The past year. Oh my word. Um, Okay, so I would have to be honest and say that getting out of my own way Mm. and um, yeah, making sure that oh my
2: i know exactly what you want to say it's just
1: yeah i'd say getting out of my own way and also trusting Mm. so that thing that we were talking about there in terms of manifestation um with women and like how we're connected to this energy the whole point of our this energy is that we can receive and attract without having to actively chase yeah um and we can create the lives that we want to create without having to chase and burn out and feel exhausted and I think that this has been one of the biggest challenges for me in terms of creating the business that I've been creating is finding that balance between doing like it's like the law of action and like the law of attraction right Mm -hmm. having a balance of the two so that I'm I'm actually putting myself out there and I'm I'm actively doing things, but not to the point of exhausting myself and letting myself receive. So doing and being, I think that's been, I mean, it's still a challenge for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that because in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking about uh, attracting your soulmate or twin flame. And I know people are going to go crazy for that, but I've got so much to talk about with that topic because I think something with you say, you know, action and attraction is... I hear a lot of women saying, oh my God, I have to, I want to manifest my my soulmate or whatever. And it's, they think they have to actually go out and find them. And It's like, nope, nope, nope. You know, it's, it's all about you. And it is always, it always has been about you. And it's the frequency mm-hmm. you're on, it's the vibration you're on. And one thing I will say, to anyone listening who is like, oh yes, soulmate, you know, manifestation is, I want you first to get your cycle sorted and, mm-hmm. you know, start to Start to look at your cycle, look at where you are in the moon cycles. And, you know, me and Charlotte can help with that because, you know, we've done it before and it is part of the process to manifesting because it's, it's like, it, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. It's like little bits to everything. And then your cycle is a big part of that. You know, being, being in sync with the moon is a big part of that. Your self care is a big part of that. You know, all your rituals on a daily basis is part of that. And it all just links in together uh before we finish charlotte because this I've, I've just loved this i could talk to you for hours <laughs> because <laughs> I love, what i love about this is i mean we can always do a part two interview but what i love about this topic is is how ancient it is i'm a history i love history so mm-hmm. it's how how we've took our our cycle and how we've took all this all this around it for granted because of how we live now in society and if Mm -hmm. we go back to those times you know I've read books where it says you know women would cycle up together because we're so powerful and the energy we'd you know we'd bleed together we'd sit and we'd sit together and we'd we'd you know we'd celebrate the moon and the sun and I think that a lot of us I'm not saying all of us because we would a lot of us have lost touch with nature and Mm -hmm. how much we are all one and that is one thing that has just clicked for me over the weekend the big shift that I've had is that it's obviously a soul retrieval but how we are all one it's even Mm -hmm. even us me you everyone listening we are all from the same particles the same atoms the same everything because that's where we came from at the beginning so Mm -hmm. that is another another episode and another yeah <laughs> but I, I just love talking about it because it's um it's such an interesting intriguing uh, uh, topic so
1: mm-hmm.
2: before we finish uh, do you want to give any last tips advice or any words of wisdom to the
1: listeners um i'd actually just like to reiterate what you just said okay. um it's really interesting because i i have literally just launched a new program about attracting a soulmate mm-hmm. and. Um, you just said the first thing is to get your cycle sorted and that is so important because I'd say one of the reasons that you keep attracting the people that you're attracting is because you haven't healed yeah. a lot of the stuff that you need to heal and you are still resonating with these people that you're attracting yeah. and getting to know your cycle you can actually heal these things using your cycle and also you can reconnect with who you are so that you know more about what you actually want when it comes to a soulmate because I think that you can get so lost in the ideas of what a soulmate could look like and all of that kind of stuff and yeah um, that's and what and what, your, what
2: your you parents want. say you want and what your friends think yeah. you want and it's so important so these episodes could go on and on about all these things because i'm so passionate about the whole everything about it so yes well thank you so much for coming on charlotte i think actually i'm going to do a part two with you because
1: i would love that
2: there's just so, there's just so <laughs> much to talk about and
1: I'm we like, barely got started <laughs> I I really want it
2: to end um but yeah i just want to say thank you for taking the time to come on and i' I'm really excited to to launch this episode because I think women are you know they're lacking that knowledge um mm-hmm. and it's good to have women who can openly talk about periods and not be squeamish mm-hmm. and not be like, "Oh God, but it's like you know we embrace it and you know I will message you and mm-hmm. I'm a period and you're like, well, doug, congratulations and I'm like <laughs> this so um can you just tell the listeners where they can find you on on your uh,
1: social media or any links? Yeah, um, so I'm Charlotte Emma Johnston on Instagram. Um, same Facebook page and I have a group on Facebook called Self Love and Cycles. Um, and you can email me at info at charlotteemmajohnston.com. Cool. Well, thank you, Charlotte. And I will
2: get all those links off Charlotte, uh, to put in the show notes so you can uh, get in touch with her. But yes, Charlotte, thank you so much for coming on again and yeah, I'm gonna bring you back ASAP oh to keep having
1: me. <laughs> no, it seems so a pleasure. And maybe we could talk about um pleasure next time oh, as well. Gosh, I feel like yes, that's a whole yes, topic we could yes, go into. That
2: is actually, <laughs> yes. So um anyway, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. I really hope you're enjoying listening to all the ones that I'm uploading. I'm so passionate about what I'm doing right now. And yeah, just keep smiling, keep doing that inner work. Um your self-love is so important. If you've not listened to any of my other episodes, give them a listen. Show rate me and just get the word out so take care make sure you're still staying indoors keep your distance and use your time wisely see you soon guys bye for now